from Washington, D.C., this is the Beyond the Dumbbells Show, your source of information and inspiration for living an audacious life. Audacious life. Hear interviews and social banter with special guests on Fitspiration and news from around the globe. Here are your hosts, fitness and lifestyle experts, Brian and Jenny Sweeney. What's up? It's gone. It's on. All right. Welcome back again. So we, we got to... <clears throat> We're tired of talking about health and fitness, and which is tough because we're a health and fitness show. <laughs> so we came up with a fun way to, to make fun of people. <laughs> Today's not really serious. It has nothing to do with lifestyle. It's just me being a bully. So it, I'm using my, my medium to be a bully. You're hysterical. I think I'm really excited about this one because I contributed like one thing and... I asked you not to tell me what else you came up with so I could be surprised. I could have made a list of 100. Which is actually very scary. The title of this one, and I don't think I can put it in the title of the show because like all the social media people throttle me if I put something bad in the name. Yes. So we're just going to, we're going to call it, you might be a tool if, (laughs) and there was going to be 10, but then I had two extras and then we had an extra. So now it's the top 13. (laughs) I I really do think I came up with two because I was laughing. It's the baker's dozen of you might be a tool if. The baker's dozen. Okay, and You're brilliant. These are, every, I think everybody gets that same level of frustration when they see these things, but it's over so quick that you just ignore it. I'm so excited. But anytime it flames up, you're just like, you know, I get worked up hard, but that's me. All right. So we'll, we'll just, uh, this, today's show is just about having fun. And we spend so much time being serious and talking so serious that um, lifestyle is also just not giving a, an F every once in a while. Yeah. So, so we're going to use this show today and our talk just to have fun. And to humor you. That's right. And to humor me. And, humor, and to humor me, because I don't know what's coming except for two of them. So I talked about doing another podcast um, with a couple other buddies, and we were going to call it the Gen X podcast. But the rule was we all had to drink. Exactly. So if And we I was going to be the token girl, right? Yes. If we would have done this where we were drinking, this would have been a lot more fun. But you got to drink on air. You know what we should do? Sometime... <laughs> We'll do a drinking one, and we will record it, and then we'll decide later if we should play it. It only counts if it actually goes out, because you'll either make a whole lot of friends, or you will never be talked to again. <laughs> but you got all these... So the generation, the Gen X one, I think that's going to happen at least one show. We'll pilot that one, but uh, we'll wait until we're two or three into it, and then we've got all of our grumpy old... We're all old men now. You know, we got our old grumpy get off my lawns and uh, just sit around and, and do it. But this would have be been good. this would have been a fun this, topic for that. The Generation X one is going to be like that show that's called like Drunk History or something. Oh my god, it's one of the funniest things I've ever watched in my entire life. I'm thinking four dummies with a mic. Exactly, <laughs> and then I'll be the fifth one that's not the dummy. That's right. You. Oh, four dummies. And we'll a, think about this. And a knot. Four dummies and a knot. Four dummies and a knot. <laughs> All right, so we're, we'll start with. Our top 13 ways that you might be a tool if. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Can't wait. Okay. So (laughs) (laughs) these are all, it's basically Brian's pet peeve show. All right. So in the guy's restroom, I don't know about with the ladies. As people leave the restroom now, they're so germ phobic that when they approach the door, that the restaurant, some places actually have gotten where they, they, they know people have got a problem, so they put a gar- an extra garbage can by the door for all the weenies to take their paper towel, open the door, and then put the paper towel that they open the door with in the garbage can. But you're a tool if there is no garbage can and you just kind of flick it, you know, so you open it up and let go. <laughs> you let go of the door like the plague is on the handle and it's getting ready to crawl up the napkin. But we've gone places in high-end restaurants and there's like a half a dozen paper towel wads stuck in the corner behind the door. 
<laughs> that some poor freaking janitor's got to come pick up because you're too much of a freaking baby to open the door. <laughs> I promise you in the women's restroom, it's the same. Let's, let's. There's a pile. You know, it's funny. Let's talk about the, the, the decline of just society. Oh, yeah. You know, it's really funny. You're supposed to wash your hands, which means technically everyone that touches the door should have washed their hands. They should have. Some people are nasty. Everybody's but you know what's nasty. really funny is I'm definitely one of those weenies, but I bring the tape, the paper towel back with me to the table. So if you're tall, you want to know the trick? Yeah. So you know, the you're, typically there's a big hinge above the door. Do you? Yeah. You pull the hinge. Oh, can you even imagine me trying to? It opens the door. That is true. Nobody okay, reaches I'm going to try there. that. I'm going to try it tomorrow. It's that big V arm. It's the arm that sticks off the door that's got the, um, it's what keeps the door from slamming. I'm totally going to try so to hinge from that So when you pull it one. towards the, the handle, mm-hmm. the door opens up. So I pop up and I open it up using like the apparatus. <laughs> I ain't touching the handle. <laughs> I also don't throw my paper towel on the floor though. No. All right. So that's number 13. You're too much of a sissy to open the door. <laughs> too much of a sissy to take your napkin and put it in the garbage anyway. I mean, you're twice the sissy if you throw your, 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 your feminine hand napkin on the floor. <laughs> Okay. You're, I already know you're going to be in trouble in this one. <laughs> All right. I'm going to be saying cut. I already know it. All right. I can't read my writing. Hold on. <laughs> oh, this one's kind of serious, but it's it's not meant to be. So you, you have these people that um, they oh, stand gosh. for something. They, uh-huh. they, they like have this this um, this line that they, <laughs> this artificial line where they just won't be pushed a certain way. Mm-hmm. But then you find out they really have no, um, they have no values whatsoever. The, 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 these are people whose values change so often that you can't tell what they stand for. Ah, um, I understand. And, yeah. S- so it's like you're going to get on your soapbox and preach about something. But, but you then, don't live it. Yes. So, you, you know, you, you're artificial. You're fake news. You are fake news. Um, typically, it's the blowhards are the people that want to be heard. So they just kind of attach themselves to a topic and they associate kind of like their lifestyle, like they've been defending this their whole life. And in reality, they have no history of having any position on anything anywhere that they've stood for. Um, but they're still quick to tell you their opinion on it. That's brilliant. Does that make sense? Is it that's and that you are an absolute tool if you do that. You're a tool. Yes. I mean, practice what you preach or shut your pie. <laughs> and this goes into um, internet keyboard warriors. I mean, that's most of the internet. Oh yes. It's all of a sudden now everybody's outraged. Exactly. Everybody's enlightened and everybody's outraged. Yes. Welcome to the internet. Yep. Um, <laughs> take out half the keys and you'll take out half the complaining. <laughs> number number eleven. Um, so we have small dogs. All right, we have dogs that when they go when they. When our dogs take a dump, you can fit everything in one bag. Exactly. But we have people in our neighborhoods that walk horses. <laughs> <laughs> it's bigger than humans, right? What they're leaving behind. But in this age, so we we're, we live in a neighborhood. It's pretty cool. They have like you can pick up after yourself boxes all over the place. That's right. But um, you are still that person that's walking around like you're on a farm or something. And you're leaving your dog's waste all over the place. I think it's disgusting. We're and st- I think it's rude. We're still in that era. I mean, heaven forbid you have to go out and walk the dog somewhere around your neighborhood in the dark. Um, and then these people leave their horse droppings. And it's not <laughs> a little dog that's doing it. Heaven forbid it's not like Millie. You know, Millie's a really, really small dog. Right. She poops like a rabbit. We don't even leave our own dog's poop in our own yard. I mean, we'll fish around it if, well... <laughs> That's not true. If Millie has to poop at one o'clock in the morning, like she usually does, we'll wait until we'll fish it out in the morning. Exactly, the sun starts to come up. It's uh, it's the idea that you know there's an opportunity to clean up after yourself and keep your place better, but you still have these folks, and it's kind of silent complaint because you can't prove who did it. No, um, but it's not. a frustration where you're like, now I've got to pick it up or I have to look at it over and over again. Oh yeah, 
And it's rude. It's terrible. It's just rude. If you're going to have a dog, you should care for it. And that includes being respectful and picking up their poo-poo. Well, well, let's 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 uh, elaborate a little bit more on how you might be a tool with a pet. <laughs> you don't walk it. Yeah. You don't play with it. Yeah. You keep it on a freaking three-inch leash and you yank on it because it's got a choke collar on and it's only a 60-pound dog. Exactly. You know, there, there's a lot now where families get dogs and uh, or pets in, in general mm-hmm. and they're heavy commuters. And yeah. I used to be one, and I had a dog that was home alone more than with somebody. Right. But we're still in an age where people are really nasty to their pets. Oh, they're awful. No, I can't take the the uh, joke of a walk either, where it's like you leash your dog, you come out, it's pull, 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 yank, 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 and then it's like, oh, wait a minute. they Oh, I timed them today. They let their dog out for 45 seconds. Yeah, twice don't, get a, don't get a dog then. Yeah, you might be a tool if you don't. The f- pets are supposed to be family members. If you can't treat them as good as a family member, get rid of it. That was like a part A or B. That was good. That was 11A and 11B. Okay. All right. So number nine. You might be a tool. Where's if- number 10? No. Oh, my gosh. 10. Sorry. Oh, I almost spilled number nine. That was close. <laughs> okay. So you're leaving a restaurant. Okay. And they've got the free mints up front. <laughs> you're a tool oh. if you take a handful. Oh, no. So you're walking oh, no. out. I have a story. Yeah, you do have a story. Of course you do. And we have a friend that uh, if there's free pens, if there's free notebooks, if there's something with the word free written on it, we have a friend that loads up his trunk. I pray to God you're listening to this. I hope so too. It's basically stealing. (laughs) (laughs) It's free. So I took everything. I have a, I have a mint story. Of course you do. How old were you? Okay. So it was my bridal shower and I'm just going to leave. I'm going to not name the, the guilty who is absolutely guilty. So I was leaving the my bridal shower and we were in a restaurant not far from where we live and this person I dared them so I'm a really really bad person with dares so I dare my cousin Kara and I are the absolute worst and she was not the one the story's about like if you dare you're doing it Uh so I dared another individual to take not only every mint in the place but carry the basket out (laughs) And she did. You probably put that business. You probably put that small little place out of business. I absolutely did not. It's still in business. But we took the entire. I bet you there were fifty mints and the basket. <laughs> Owning a small business, you want to you want to throat punch somebody like you. It's like really, I put something else to be nice, and that's what you do. When you leave a restaurant, yo, you're not supposed to take one for your family. We're it's not basket. Halloween. It's not freaking trick or treat when you walk oh. out. We took the basket. That's why you can't leave trick, uh, candy out on Halloween. Exactly. Because some tool is going to come up and ruin it for everybody. Yes. So you were one of those tools. I was. That's okay. You've grown up. <laughs> there were the butter mints. Those are really good. <laughs> those aren't cheap, dude. You probably did crush them. They, you, you definitely they affected their They are absolutely their still in line. business. Okay. Um, <laughs> high beaming someone when you really can't tell that they're actually high beams are on. Oh, that's really frustrating. So... Uh, I really enjoy when I get the chance to just quick flip somebody. So you, you're driving down the road, and the other person took too long. It's like playing uh, headlight chicken. So, so they, the person's like, maybe their high beams are on. I'm gonna wait till we get a little bit closer. And if they flash too early, I can I can throttle them because I got like uh, halogens. Yeah. So if, I'm like waiting for it. So as soon as they hit me. I can see their capillaries in their face because it's so blinding <laughs> <laughs> when they go by. I'm like, I got you. But my high beams were never on to begin with. So if, if you don't know, it's okay to not be a tool and just start high beaming everyone. You know you can look and tell when it goes up or down the exactly. lights. Yeah. I know. But this is still, um, <laughs> in this day and age, because a lot of modern cars now, they can sense when somebody's high beams are on and it will put your lights on a lower setting. Yes. 
So to think that someone's actually driving around with high beams on, they might not. No, they really. And I, you know, it's funny when you were out of town and I always, I always drive our truck when you're gone. Um, mainly because it's safe, but also because I absolutely love it. I'm a truck girl. And, uh, the, the high beams were set to automatically come on Uh and they absolutely flashed somebody when I passed them. (laughs) And it made me such a wreck that I shut off that feature on the truck. And then I remember when you came home and you were like, um, did you happen to take that auto thing off? But I felt like an, I felt like a tool and I didn't really do it. Maybe that's it. Maybe people have just an auto (laughs) setting and then the vehicle's got a mind of its own like Christine. But the, the idea (laughs) that we're still in this day when, you can't really get upset about it and you can't really say anything, but it was and when it's, once it's over, it's over. Yes. But every time it happens, it's like a fresh wound. We're just like, Oh, I never even had my lights on. Exactly. And that dude zapped you. And it, like I said, it's like playing chicken. If you don't get a chance to get them back, then you've like been had. Oh, you absolutely. So if they wait till the very last minute to zap you and then pass you, I know. you don't get any retribution. Well, especially if then, what if you do it late <laughs> and then it's even worse. Cause it's like, then you flash nobody. And you always have some curt, Really nasty word to say about that person. Exactly. Because now, if I'd have gotten a chance to beam them, it would have been like, ha! But instead, they left before I could get my um, my vengeance, my high beam vengeance, high and beam. <laughs> and now they're gone. And all I've got is bitterness in my mouth. <laughs> so that was number nine. Uh, number eight, taking people's goodwill for granted. So freeloaders. Um, you and are this a tool. Is, and this is in business. It's personal. It's family. Yes, um, anyone shame that, on you continues to take somebody for granted and this is kind of it's kind of expected with somebody let's say that's 25 or younger you know because okay you you just don't have the stability or the adult experience under your belt just yet no and i think a lot of people 25 and under if you didn't set out you didn't graduate from college on time and start your career and it was something this you know crazy job making all sorts of money you're you are still financially struggling I mean, that's still pretty young. Do you know funny? Who isn't financially struggling? I'm, my first three years in the military, I didn't make more than 12 grand. Right. A year. Yes. I mean, so the problem is now is that um, people want what other people have and they don't want to put in the work to get it. Yep. No, I agree with so you. So what you do is that you latch on and you take. And now that I think the um, health coverage for kids mm-hmm. is 25 or 26 years old on their parents. Yeah. Dude, I'd already been to war at that time. Go exactly. in the military if you can't pay your bills. But mm-hmm. to sit there and continue to sap your parents and sap your friends, um, you can never truly repay a favor. Um, if it's a, if you need a favor in that heartfelt moment, it's something that someday you just owe that person. It's a yeah. debt. Um, but to continually have your hand out and take, and I don't care if you're that friend that always never never pays for a round. You're that person that's always asking for discounts. You know, you're that someone that only shows up when things are going to be in your favor. Exactly. And there's always that kind of knucklehead that just doesn't get invited to things anymore because... They're a mooch. They're a mooch. Yeah. Don't be a mooch. So maybe instead of taking people's goodwill for granted, stop being a mooch. Stop being a mooch. Yeah, you know who you are. If, if it's your turn to buy a round, you buy a freaking round. And if you leave before you get a chance to buy your round, you're up first next time. Exactly. And whoever's there, tough tea. Exactly. You know, so just... And you're supposed to keep track of your debts. Don't make other people come after them. That's also part of the whole don't be a, don't take people for granted. Yep. Never make somebody come ask for their repayment. No, 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 yeah. no. That once that debt's out there, you'd be a, a man or be a woman and take care of it. You know what the funny thing is? If you're a giving person, you probably wouldn't keep kind of track if you were always giving and giving and giving. If 
just one time out of 10, it was a repayment somehow. Like even if it was as simple as, I always go to like a pack of gum. So like if I, if I helped somebody and did something over and over again, 12 different times, and they were like, you know what? I saw this pack of gum on your desk. I bought you one. That would be like, you've got to be kidding me. It was the nicest thing in the entire world. Gifts so, of gifts of giving go a long way. Yeah. And you and I are those people. Um, we value small thoughts. Yes. I mean, it's, it's big thoughts, small things. Yes. Um, I completely lost my train of thought with this because you were bringing something up. Um, if if it was a perfect world, everybody gives in excess and yes. nobody owes. Exactly. Um, we touched on relationships on the last show. I mean, obviously it applies heavily in relationships, but I think first and second tier friendships, it can be taken for granted. And Definitely. if there's business involved in your friends, then it's very difficult to keep those lines clear as well. So um, you should always be trying to outgive somebody else mm-hmm. instead of always taking. Yep. If you can't remember the last time you gave, you're a taker. Exactly. And you might be a tool. And you're a tool. And a mooch. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you're not kidding. It's right on. It's spot on. What number was that? That was number eight. I think it was eight. Juicy. We still have some fun ones to go. Seven's kind of a public safety announcement. So oh, gosh. you're still that ding dong that when traffic is going over 50 miles an hour, you're still texting. And I'm not, I'm not talking you're looking for directions or playing with uh, Google. You are two hands on the damn phone still going down the road. Texting about being late for happy hour or something stupid. I'm going to be honest. I've thought about like impacting people. Um, I, yes. Like how much damage can I take to my vehicle just to kind of scare the hell out of this person exactly. so they never text again? Yeah. But um, there's been enough laws and legislation. There's been enough people hurt and killed. We've talked about it. There should be, I know there's a, a feature on a phone where it can be turned off. Mm-hmm. There should be something on the phone or in a vehicle that actually jams the phones while yes. you're moving. Yep. There's nothing so important that you can't wait till you come to a stop for anyone in the car. No passengers or the driver i absolutely agree with you it jams it you travel more than five miles an hour the, five, the phone turns off exactly that is a topic of course because we have a very dear friend who was impacted by this it makes me so angry when you see it and the worst for me are is the double hand and the person in the driver's seat's laughing mm. so it's like come on Come on. May the worst happen to you that you could someday do to somebody else. Exactly. Leave your phone down. There's nothing that's that important. Your social media. And the, and the worst part is it's either texting or social media. Exactly. I'll go, my... Like you're going to miss a like. Exactly. Yeah. So you're a tool. Yes. If you're still social media in, in a moving vehicle, you're a tool. You are a tool. So <laughs> <laughs> the whole uh, the principle behind Fight Club uh-huh. is that... Um, man's reliance on technology, man's whole, the way we've society has developed. The, the movie ends with a complete reset. It yeah. hits the reset button on everything. Phones is one of those things I wish I could reset. I know. I would go back to a flip phone. Yep. And um, I'm a proponent of technology. And the phone has perverted relationships, families. It's changed the way we think. It's changed our attention span. It's mm-hmm. Phones are horrible. And if you can't... Um, I am happiest when my phone is on Do Not Disturb. And I'm, anymore, I don't, there's only two or three hours of the day my phone's not on Do Not exactly. Disturb. I hate that thing. I know. I think one of the coolest things that we do is our phones are left, unless unless it's 100 degrees outside, our phones are left in the car or they are brought in in like my purse and they're put at the bottom, the purse is zipped and we don't pull the phones out. And too many times we've seen couples 
or f- girlfriends or guys sitting around and they're all on their phones. And it's like, why did you even bother to meet? So I think you, I think we can update that one to say you are a tool if your phone is out and in your hand when it shouldn't be. So, okay. So what was the number? That was, um, so this, that was seven a was texting yes. social media, on, um, interference in while your car mm-hmm. and then seven B is, not being able to control how often you pull your phone out. It's like you trying to pull your junk out in public. Let's Mm -hmm. just go there. You can't control keeping your privates in your pants. It's the same thing. All right. Let's just say your phone is your junk. And if, if you can't stop, so you've got some compulsive nature to keep whipping this thing out. Just unzip your fly next time. Let's just go right to the lewdness. All right. Your phone is lewd. It's a disgusting thing that you can't put down as if you're some kind of, orgasm junkie and you can't stop playing with yourself (laughs) put it away nothing's happening that's so important all right and when families and couples and everyone's got this thing out it's like everybody's auto erotica where no one even recognizes the other person's in their presence get rid of it (laughs) 7b 7c Still got six more. I don't know. That one should have been one. <laughs> that wasn't even number one. Now I think my number one's bad. Oh, okay. I'm sweating. <laughs> um, number six. Now I'm getting nervous. No, these aren't so bad. Okay. Um, you know, if I'm inspired to talk about it more, I'll talk about it more. Oh my gosh. It's my show. I don't even know all of what you just said, but I already know that I'm gonna I'm gonna find this exact <laughs> moment where you say it, and I'm just gonna keep replaying it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. I probably. Oh. Probably shouldn't have said some of it. All right, number six. That's the story of your life, honey. I know. Um, number six, you don't put your cart back at the grocery store. Oh. Target or Walmart or whatever it is. But Infuriates you, me. So you're slothy enough that you couldn't carry your bags to your car. But let's say you bought you just, you bought enough. I mean, let's say it's six cases of water. You bought 100 things, right? And you fatigued yourself out so bad that you can't about face and take your cart to the nearest thing, which, by the way, there's cart receptacles all Everywhere. over the parking lot. But you opt to leave it in the center of the parking space so I that can't cars even can't even you. park anymore because your lazy butt couldn't walk your cart back to where it went. It makes me so angry. If, you th- know what, it, to me, it's like I'm too good and somebody beneath me is going to put it back for me. That's exactly what it like, is. It's this rude attitude. It's the same thing with the throwing the paper towel on the floor. It's like, well, you know what? Somebody will pick that up. Some servant Shame will take care of it. Shame on you. So Costco, especially around us, Costco is real bad because people, they park their carts when it's hot out. Yes. You know, heaven forbid you sweat. Exactly. You know, with your 75-inch screen you bought on sale. <laughs> <laughs> but they park their carts like it's, a, like it's a country concert and there's four by fours all over the parking lot. You've got these carts two wheels on the pavement two wheels on the grass like they were they couldn't be bothered to even put the whole thing up on the grass they're just and it it litters the entire parking lot yes and it's nothing but rejects and as soon as two or three people do it it's game on everyone's like i'm not putting my cart back what about the cart that gets pushed into the cart with the two wheels up have you ever seen that where it's like the double or triple cart still not in the receptacle still no so it's the cart and then everybody puts their carts what would you say in the other cart it's like when it like yeah, the, yeah they stack yeah so they stack their cart 
thinking they're doing the cart guy a favor by, well, at least I'll just I'll put them together. And that way he only has to take two back. Exactly. After they popped a wheelie on the curb. That's right. But the Costco is the worst I've ever seen it because they're the heavy metal carts. And that poor dude's out there has got to sweat his butt off while he goes around and collects 200 carts from a bunch of yuppie knuckleheads. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, right, that so, one makes me angry. So put your cart back, man. And it, again, it, it's a touchy spot when you see it, but as soon as you get in your car, you have amnesia and you forget immediately. <laughs> but there's a tally. Your subconscious keeps count. And every time you see it, your subconscious gets lit up. And you're like, son of a... <laughs> like that dude, look at him. And then shut the door and you forget. And you exactly. go And you're going, going on about your day. All right, so number five. Using a handicap sticker when you can clearly walk more than 100 feet. So <laughs> you... You know that person's in Target hunting every damn deal they've got in there. So they'll do four football fields with a walking in the store. But then they need the handicap sticker to walk from the freaking concrete over the pavement Mm -hmm. and then right back to the concrete. With, again, a lot of times it's the Porsche or the Audis or the BMW. So they've got enough bling to buy the big thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's... They don't go in and use a a wheelie cart or, you know, one of the funny little electric wheelchair basket things. Mm They're like, oh, everything's cool. I'm rocking it. But look, I get up front parking. I think you should get a baseball bat to your window. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't walk out with a limp, it's a baseball bat. Oh <laughs> you need to pay. It's like the, it's like the high <laughs> occupancy lanes. You know, If you want to pay more to get to where you're going during rush hour, you can park up front, but it's going to cost you a windshield. I, you know what? I actually like the idea that you could. So if you are somebody who... Let's be honest, if it's pouring down rain, I would love to whip out a sticker and be able to park in one of those spaces <laughs> because this hair gets very frizzy. Sure. But that is another idea. So respect the people that need the sticker. But you know what? I don't have a problem if they put spots that you pull in and you have to pay for. Why don't they have handicap lanes in the store? And I'm not talking about people that legitimately need the help. I'm talking you needed special access 50 feet outside of the building, like you're closer than a fire truck. If a fire truck pops up, you're going to be closer oh, than them. interesting. But when you get in there, they've got to get in line and walk around like everybody else. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah, because, no, and they're, I, because they're competent. They which, can do it. Which is funny, too, because if there is somebody that actually needs it, who really genuinely needs a sticker, that would actually be pretty awesome for them in the store. Yeah. If you're missing a limb, yes, you get the handicap sticker. Exactly. If you have a bad cough, you don't get it. <laughs> You're in some butt pain or you got a little bit of back discomfort. Hey, we've all been there. You, so, oh, my gosh. Suck it up. Better take the further out handicap spot. Give the closest handicap spot for someone that needs the closer one. Yeah, that does drive me crazy if you see like somebody who's 95 years old that they're getting out and it's going to take them 20 minutes to get into the store. And that's with true effort. We'll all be there one day. And they're at like the very last one. And then you watch the people file out. I, I I think also the handicap sticker needs to be permanently embossed on the car. <laughs> you you don't get to switch cars. That's your handicap car. I mean, paint the whole thing blue with a wheelchair on the side of it. That's your car. That's the one you have to park in that spot because they switch it and they swap it around. They That's they very share true. it. They share it. So I'm not making fun. Of, it sounds like I'm making fun of handicap people, but I'm making fun of handicap stickers. You're, I don't think you're, no, no, I don't think that you're making fun. I think it's a pet peeve of yours that it's basically somebody, we see it all the time. Somebody gets out of the car and they pretty much jog into, and and then, and a hastened pace. Right. And when you see them, it isn't that they're bringing their cart with them. They're carrying 10 bags 
And then it's like, oh my gosh, look. They're burning through the express lane. They stop and get a Starbucks and they go out and they get in their car. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, No, it's they I'm, should be reserved for people who actually need them. And it's... I don't know if you just need a doctor's note to say you, 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 know, you shouldn't be walking far. I don't know. I don't know. There should be just con- con- continuing circumstances. If you take that spot, you must get in the cart that goes two miles an hour. Your shopping experience is going to take an hour. And maybe that's the way it should be set up. So like, it's almost like you get that first spot if you're, you can't walk. That's it. Or if you're, Welcome to the store. Here's your cart. Oh, I don't need the cart. Then get out of the spot. I, I think you should work as, <laughs> I think we should create a position for you. And it can be the handicap parking pass, like bully. I'll t- uh, if, they, if they get to the front door in a certain amount of time, they have to move. I've mm. never in my life. That's right. Okay. You're a, you're an absolute That's number mess. Five. You're a mess. Um, number four. <laughs> okay, this is a big one. If you order more than two specialty drinks at Starbucks at a time, so you're one of those rejects oh. that comes in with a with a ten order order, and it's not. Oh, it's every whipped cream, super whipped. No, man, you're not going in there for a pot of coffee and a donut. You're sitting there, and you literally take thirty five minutes while the place is backed up and people are. They're late for work. Um, they have to walk out because you burn all their time up. Yes. I think even now with Starbucks, you can pre-order on, a, on an app. You can. So that you can pay and just walk in and pick it up. Yep. But they still send out these intern-looking ding-dongs that show up with a laundry list of crap to order that typically doesn't get right. Yes. If you, it's bad. If you don't pre-order, you're not allowed to go to the counter and order more than two. All right? You just, That's fair. You, you just crush the idea of fast coffee. It's gone. There's that nothing is, zippy about it. That is the most like first world problem ever. I know it is. Is that we have to take our time. I, I'm to the master of picking the worst lines. No, I it, think I have you beat. No, man. It doesn't matter what line I get in. There's they're out of money, need money. Yes. The 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 huge order out of coffee. Yes. They don't have my coffee. Um, I'm the worst kind of a coffee orderer. Do you know what bothers me the most about the Starbucks people? <laughs> the now, baristas. Now I'm Are you talking about the me. clients or the barista? No, I'm talking about the clients. Okay. Or when they turn around with their fake smile and they're like, I'm so sorry. I have 16 orders to do. And it's like, you aren't sorry. No problem, dude. Buy mine. Except, but you, don't, just, you just but paid don't $300 apologize. for coffee. Go ahead and put my 250 Don't apologize. On you know that you secretly love that now there are 20 people in line. I would be like, y'all are going to be here for a while. Be, I have 25 be, orders. I'd be embarrassed. I would be legit embarrassed to sit there and jack up every person's day behind me. I would be too. Unless you're going to be like, I'm buying for everybody's coffee. Yes. And, and then in which case, I'm, rock on. I'm going to take 25 minutes and hog up the entire store's attention and time. Yes. Because I was too stupid to call Not in Not only time. that, you're paying for everybody's drink and you have them make theirs first. Cool. And then you won't be a tool. I love it. If you got, okay, it's common sense, mm-hmm. but it's courtesy. <laughs> and I think that what we're, the theme here on this is, is, is that courtesy is gone. Yes. All right, so maybe maybe I'm old-fashioned. Maybe courtesy is not something that they teach in with SOLs anymore and all the high-level education oh, that we got. Oh, goodness, SOLs. That's right. Um, number three. So sad. We're almost done. Um, making more than one main meal or more than one main dessert run at a buffet. <laughs> I knew where you were going to go. <laughs> okay, so we're still in this era where people believe buffet means split my spleen while I'm eating. So... Th- 
It's okay, dude, to walk away a little hungry. Buffet just means variety. It doesn't mean eat two of everything on the on the freaking on the bar. No. It's like take half of a dish of this and half a dish of that. And then what about on when you have multiple layers of food on top of the plate? It's like a funeral. It's a funeral and a wedding at the same time and people going up there before the food runs out. Oh yes. So we have an awesome buff an awesome buffet story. So we were in <laughs> our favorite place on earth and we saw a guy come back to his table and i want to say was it 12 it was close to a, it was close to a dozen yeah okay so 12 pieces of toast stacked right on top of each other <laughs> stacked right on top okay we may actually have a picture of this okay so as we're sitting there we're t- we're talking we're like how nice that dude got toast for the other people at his table to share like that was really thoughtful of him that nope dude, that was all for that dude so he ate every piece of that toast. This it was because we had the camera down by our waist, and I was taking pictures because I'd never seen anything like it. It was a vertical loaf of bread. It cooked. was amazing. So he must have sat there feeding the toast toaster machine. Which those don't toast that great anyway. So he probably stood there for at least thirty minutes to get them all toasty. <laughs> so the the place we were going it was a, it was an all inclusive. It was a resort, mm-hmm. and they're always the best efficient because you don't have to worry about pulling out. Pay, you don't have to pay the whole time you're there. Mm-hmm. But we've seen people. It's it, these all inclusives are very much like vacation buffets yes and you've seen i've seen some people they walk in they're like you bet i'm gonna get my money right and they're like i want three times the pour of my drinks i'm gonna eat a dozen pieces of toast at a time i'm yes. gonna walk out of here 15 pounds heavier yep just so that, just so that you're clear i got over on you i know because people it's don't so recognize weird. that the value of something that was put together it's like when if there's a 200 piece spread of a of a, of a table of food yep it's not meant for you to try it all. Right. Okay. And just, no matter what you paid, somebody had to make all those things. Mm-hmm. So to think that your your five ninety nine buffet price is going to cover the amount of food that you ingest. Yes. Which it's, it, we got an overweight and obesity problem anyway. You probably shouldn't go to a buffet if you've got a weight problem. Okay. And, I'm just, and you be kind. I'm throwing that out there. It's just, toast. Well, how about the dessert? Uh, the dessert. So it's yes. like, I like ice cream. I like cake. I like pie. I like pudding. I do too. Everything you can imagine is on there, and they come back with every single piece. I know. It's always funny to me. It's the, a, a dessert. You're not supposed to eat them all. It's the craziest. That's a huge pet peeve of mine because it's like if you... I don't go to buffets anymore. I can't even watch... I can't watch people in there. No, because it's just like this. What I don't get is there is no way when you are... There's no way you're hungry when you're a quarter of the way through that. You've got to be full by that point. But it's also like a, why well, paid for it? So if I'm not going to eat it all, who cares? It's like, just go, get a bite of everything, sit for a minute, talk with your person, stay off your phone while you're doing it, and then see if you're still hungry. Well, this gets into the same type of person, so we'll put a part B on this. Oh, no. You get food you don't plan on eating. I don't. Just to take it. I And then know. you're one of those ones that takes a bite and is like... Remove this from my presence. I, I didn't know. like it. Um, I know. I don't. That one bugs me a lot too. It's the the preachy thing here. It wasn't even supposed to be about your health and overeating. It was meant to be. Don't take advantage of the person that's offering this thing. Every business is a business, and every business's margin is not so good that they can have people come in and destroy them on their offers. Exactly. So, and if you got to go up twice, okay, you got to go up twice. Maybe they're small plates. Three times, four times, eating part meals, putting everything back. It's one of those things that you can never say to anybody. Yeah. But forever, anytime I've ever seen it, ha ha, I got it out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Uh, all right. So that's number 
That's number three. We have two left. All right. Okay. This one's kind of, this one touches a little bit personal, but um, I think it's applicable across all businesses and all industries. And uh, I've got written here, being a little biatch on social media when you're too much of a sissy to take your issues to the proprietor of the company. So, Oh my gosh, that makes me. So being a small business, and I we've seen small businesses get crushed because of weenies that had a bad experience. I've and it's blown out of proportion. That is just so ridiculous. So imagine that you've you've put together a business and you uh, you invested your heart and soul into this mm-hmm. thing. Which obviously money is money is the cheapest thing you can put into a business yep. because it's going to take more of your time, energy, and attention than than, than you have money. Mm-hmm. That, that's where most of it goes. There was a um, there was a bagel shop that opened up here two or three years ago by us. And there was something this, this place ran like a special. It was like a, it was like a bagel of the day. I was going to say, I think it was bagel of the day. And heaven forbid somebody got over there and the bagel of the day was gone. Right. They were already sold out. And this person took the social media and just, and just started a campaign of Mm -hmm. hell on this company. And over a bagel, over a bagel. We're talking five bucks. And the proprietor, Hey, so sorry. You know, we we weren't able to accommodate you. Mm-hmm. No, our business has been really good. Um, we ran out and it escalated yes. and escalated. And then the owner fired back too much. And then yeah. then neighbors and people in the neighborhood started getting on top of this person. They went out of business. Yes. And it all, I think, spun out of this, the knuckleheaded sissy yep. that went and said, I'm going to crush you in front of the world mm-hmm. because the consumer has a lot more power than the business owner. Yep. Um, because for some reason the consumer's gone through some consumer protection act where their word means your garbage if they put a bad review on you. Yes. So anymore, um, you should be able to also risk a windshield if you're gonna go out. Your 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 grievance should be so great yeah. that every attempt you've made to mitigate the problem, to find some way out or to to make things better, instead of going out and hiding behind a computer and destroying somebody's livelihood for it. Right. They're not IBM. IBM can take some bad press. Absolutely. Um, a business that makes less than 100000 a year, every complaint hurts. Yes. it's. I don't get it at all. I mean, for me to go out and even start a bash, like f- we'll use this, like the bagel place, I would have had to find like that somebody spit on my bagel to go up and just be like, you all might want to be, because that is that has intent and it's malicious, but somebody running out of your favorite kind of something, shame on you. There, there was something I just read today. It was a, um, <laughs> if you figured out where we lived, you'd know exactly where we're talking about. Um, it was a wings place. Oh my gosh. And so what's an order of wings? 20 bucks? I have no idea anymore. So somebody took to social media. And they started ripping this guy for sending him home with the wrong barbecue sauce. I, I just don't. And it started a whole slew of how other people also were sent home with the wrong orders. Yep. Take it to the owner. Exactly. Give them a chance to make it better. Yes. You know, if you went to the owner, not to the idiot staff. Yep. Staff are stupid. They're minimum wage. They don't yes. care about that guy's business. You know, if they're getting paid, great. They don't get paid. They bounce. They find some other pinhead job to do. Mm-hmm. But the owner, you go in and you talk face-to-face with the guy that's actually putting his blood and sweat and tears in the business just say, I don't want to make a big deal out of this, mm-hmm. but can we make right? Yeah. I've never had someone come up to me and say, before I go on social media, can you make this right for me? Never. Absolutely, no. I can do it. No, hell no. We get weenies that run up there and they just start, you know, parasitic little biters. Exactly. Yeah. So do the business a favor. Be an adult. 
take your grievance right to the person. Yep. Um, I can't being in small business. My heart bleeds for businesses that, that go out of business for stupid reasons. Yes. I think all businesses combat. And I think if you're competitive, that's a good thing. I like competing mm-hmm. with my, um, with my local competition, but I would never want to see a business go out, um, go down because of just knuckleheads. No, that's, that's a, not the way I would want to win in the market. Absolutely not. No. Well then, well, you don't win then you actually lose. Every, every, and and then you're the person that did it's that one donkey. When you go out and look at their, their social media, I guess you follow them up a little bit and figure mm-hmm. out what they're doing. All they do is run around one star and trash everything they go to. Exactly. Heaven forbid you look at this person cross-eyed because their whole history online is nothing but ripping people Exactly. Because they're a loser. And they smell bad. (laughs) (laughs) They're usually non-hygienic and they don't brush their teeth. So that's most of you. If you're a one-star lever dropper person. (laughs) You're a mess. Don't be a wuss. You are. You're a mess. All right. We're number one. All right. This is my favorite. You're going to love it. Okay. You go to restaurants, it's those places that do the kind of like the made orders. So you go here, you order, you pick your protein, you pick your veggie, and you go down the you go down the line. Uh-huh. They have a spit shield. It's that slanted glass thing <laughs> that's sitting there, right? And that's meant for you not to breathe or spew your freaking saliva all over everything. <laughs> My favorite thing in restaurants is people that can't order without reaching over the spit shield. They 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 oh, put their, their finger goes their, over the food. Their booger pickers go over the glass and they're like, <laughs> I want that one. They they don't they can't use their words. So we've made a big joke out of it. If you <laughs> we'll sit there and we'll watch. You can't use your words to order. They have to point they like a point. child. <laughs> and the spit shield turns everyone into a child yes. because they can't just say I'd like that brown rice right there. They gotta reach over the shield, you know, with arm hair falling out under their watch and sweat and everything <laughs> Which else. Which is better than butt hair. It's well if it depends on what their hand was, but it's definitely their booger pickers are reaching over top. There's 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 air around their booger finger that's going to drift around my food. So there's something dirty over my... Fr- I won't order anything to order if their finger dangles over it. Oh, All right, it's gross. Can't. Something's going to fall out from a fingernail. But when... <laughs> <laughs> the next time you go to a restaurant, one of those kind of... It's not. It's a sit-down place. It's not a, it's not a fast food, but it's not a like an, a restaurant. Exactly. You stand up and you have to order. That's right. Yes. S- stay back from the shield. Keep your hands in your pockets and see if you can order using your words. Exactly. Eight out of ten people can't. That, they lean and they the reach truth. over. It's disgusting. And they reach over. You said with their booger pickers. <laughs> <laughs> their butt pickers, their booger pickers. It's the same thing. So th- those are 13 highlights of you might be a tool if. I love it. Um, there's small things, and we talked courtesies and decencies. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. there's just some, there's a bit of our society that's that's gone. Mm-hmm. And it's gone because everyone's in a rush. It's gone because everyone is selfish. Everyone's priorities are more important than yours. Of course. And it's these small details in life that can make everybody around you's life better. Yes. You know, if you're at the buffet being knucklehead, I was going to say something else. Whoops. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody's got to go and keep filling those pans you keep emptying. I know. If you keep dropping the toilet paper behind the door because of your sissy hands, somebody's got to go in there and clean all yes. that, that crap up. It's yep. the little man or lady that keeps getting the, the short end of the stick. Yes. Cleaning up after you making up after you mm-hmm. <clears throat> that are the people behind you that have to deal with your wig. Yes. And I don't, I'll never get it because that means that you think you're better than somebody. And at the end of the day, like you always hear the things we all have to pay taxes. We're all going to die one day. We're all the same. So you should not leave. Don't leave your cart. Don't leave your paper towel. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's just, don't if, take all the mints. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't 
want to be the one to pick it up, then why should you think somebody else would want to? Your hands were on it. You throw it in the trash can. Shame on you. They, people don't think. The problem is they don't think. Right. So you, you were saying if you think you're better than, the problem is no, they don't think you're not even a consideration in my world. No. So these people are like, there is nobody else but me. Exactly. Well, it's it's the bathroom one's the best thing. Well, there's no waste basket, so obviously I'm going to throw this on the floor. The, the, the airport, <laughs> the airport's are the worst. And oftentimes with the big airports, you always see the dudes that have to come in there um, in the guy's restroom and they're always cleaning up after everybody else. Yes. And it's leave, everyone's worried about their environmental footprint. Leave your nasty DNA footprint small. Okay, when you go to, dudes, I think we've hit on this before, dudes in the bathrooms, they're ridiculously messy. Uh, They're ridiculous. So are women. (laughs) Got dudes that don't know how to use a urinal. Uh, and somebody's got to come up behind you and clean that stuff up. Yep. I mean, it's it's like somebody's trying to strangle out a chicken. <laughs> the mess that they're leaving. It's like they had to wrestle something before they were able to walk away from it. So the decency there as well. I should have put that on the list. That's number 14. There you go. You don't know how to hit the target when you go to the bathroom. If, if you pee on, around, <laughs> or anything, if it does not go in the hole that it's supposed to... <laughs> Take a wad of paper and clean up after yourself. The toilet's not a suggestion. It's, <laughs> it's, not, it's not a place, hey, if you can get most of it in here, I'd be happy. Right. That's where all of it's supposed to go. I, not a hard concept. So decency. Courtesy, exactly. Courtesy. Um, it's funny. We talked longer about something that makes no difference and won't have an impact in anybody's life. No. And uh, the, shows, <laughs> exactly. the shows that have more content, they're faster. I hope one more person puts their car back, cart back where it belongs and I'll have a better day. That's it. Or maybe somebody's windshield will get broken because they deserve it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> we talked enough on this. All right, sweet. So we'll, we'll be back to serious. Um, giving you more real, raw, actionable exactly. content. Exactly. Um, otherwise, keep an eye out for tools. Don't be one. Um <laughs> And if you get a chance to revenge flash somebody, don't hesitate. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll catch you next one. All right. All right, later. Bye. Stay true. Thanks for listening to the Beyond the Dumbbell Show. We know you have thousands of options for content and entertainment. We appreciate you spending time with us. If you enjoyed our show, please share our web address, www.beyondthedumbbells.com. And maybe drop us a review. Until next time. Live beyond.